game number three. Queen's baby. Uh, Uncle Juan calls him Tupac. Um, John Arona puts up the second most points in the league so far at 148.5 points to absolutely dominate Uncle Juan Nacho. Um, he scored over double what his opponent did and just outright flexed every muscle in his body. So, now, I mean, now, do you see that, anything on this one? Doesn't he have Cooper? He has Cooper, right? Yeah, but still, it wasn't just, it wasn't like Cooper put up half those points. He, he did have a monstrous 40. Wow, 148. Yeah, Cooper had 41. Cooper had 41. Carr had, yeah, the Raiders. So I'm saying that if the Raiders win the Super Bowl, then uh, John's team is looking good. And he still he still had Aaron Jones on his bench, twenty and a half points. Could have could have put up seventeen more, and if he would have started Aaron Jones, he would have scored the most in the entire league so far. So that's amazing. Aaron Jones is a great pickup. Um, so he's got a good team. Amari. So if Julio, if Julio Jones starts scoring, I think Julio Jones has scored his first touchdown last week. So he's got a good team. Yeah. Jones got a no, good team. In- Ingram, his stock value soared. Chris Thompson's the number one back in Washington. Derek Carr's back blew up and got came back together. Yeah, I mean, John could turn this around for sure. Uh, Uncle Juan, on the other hand, um, pretty pathetic, honestly. I think he had one player in double figures, Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah, Juan, Uncle Juan's team just needs some milk, in my opinion. Uh but other than yeah, that, he, I mean, he has Brandon Cooks, he has Howard, he has Freeman, he has some good backs. Um, Cam Newton's okay, even though he tried to trade me Cam Newton yesterday, but I couldn't do it, even though I wanted to. Uh, but Cam Newton's good, I think, you know. So, and then he's got some receivers. See why Hilton's hurting him this year. He calls him uh, Motel Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. That sums it up this year for him. But yeah, look, looking at next week, he's even on his bench. He has him on his bench now. So yeah, he's pretty much. It's pretty bad. He needs to looking make the next week. He needs to, he, he needs to get on that waiver wire, man, before before Brian beats him to it. Nobody trades in this league. He's got to flip Freeman for, like, a bunch of scrubs and then turn those scrubs into, like, I don't know, a quarterback or something. Hey, I offered him a two-for-one. I know. Nobody trades in this league. I've got guys on my bench I probably won't start forever, but they could start on other people's teams. So it's like two-for-one. If you guys if you guys are out there listening, two-for-one. Give me, I'll give you – you take two guys up and give me your best guy. I think you need to frame that sales pitch a little better. Right now, between Juan, Mike, and Kenny, who would you have to write off? Um, who do I think? Let's see. I had to pick one. I think... 
right now, Wands team. Oh, Wands team's pretty good. I don't know. I think it's between. I think it's between Kenny. I think Kenny and Warren between those two. Because uh, let me see. I'd probably say Warren, maybe, but it's close. Kenny and Juan are yeah. Everybody else is scoring. Uh, those those two, those two teams are Kenny and Juan are not scoring a lot of points, so that's pretty rough. So I would say those two are the ones that they need to win this week. For sure. So looking at next week, I mean, we've already outlined who's playing who. Um, battle of the three and fours between Brian and Elvis looks to be the game of the week. Uh, you're facing Clash of the Titans with Zach. Um, John and Ray should be a good matchup. They just killed it last week. Hopefully I can put up at least 70 points against Uncle Juan. And I, luckily I have a smooth, I have a smooth, or I have a smoother game on a week that by weeks absolutely killed me. There's a lot of movement on the waiver wire. Uh, it looks like we have one, two, three, four games left before playoffs. Really? Let me see. Wait. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 is the playoffs? No, we have six. We have six. So uh, yeah, playoffs we start week 14. Um, so we have six. So, I mean, if you're looking at the standings, you know, there's a miracle. And either you two and five boys win six in a row, you know, you're in it. You pretty much have to win... I mean, we four have more. two teams at six wins. We have two teams at four wins. You have to eight win wins. four. Eight you, wins for sure. Eight wins will get you in. Yeah, eight wins, eight wins will get you in. Six is minimum. Oh, thank you. Because the Rays team's like mine. I mean, his team's winning, but Rays team... Oh, you got the lowest points again. <clears throat> yeah, look, his team scored only a few points more than... Or, no, this this team. So points against his points against is the second lowest in the league. So that means whatever team he plays on a given week, no one scores against him. So raise the paper. It's, it's like <laughs> yeah, he's cage fighting cripples over here. Raise a paper, but Ray, if you if you're out there listening, you're a paper tiger. You got a good team, but you're going to be exposed, just like me. And uh, your number two pick and man crush, McCaffrey, is nothing but a poor man's Alvin Kamara. And you picked him second. last game that I've been trying to avoid, the ugliest victory in fantasy history, um, I beat Kenny, scoring 67.5 points. And Kenny scored 54 points. I move on to 4-3. and three. Kenny stays at 2-5. and five. Absolutely horrible game. I got zero points from... I got .5 points from three running backs that I started. Marshawn Lynch and got immediately was- suspended. Leonard Fournette didn't even play, and I still started him. And then Ty Montgomery scored like 
point five. They handed him the ball as he was running out of bounds or something, and he got point five. So three positions, I scored point five. And then my right. defense so got me. Kenny a point. had guys playing on. Kenny had what? He had Terrell Pryor playing on Monday night. <laughs> who I've been telling him to drop this guy for like weeks. Terrell Pryor. He had six. Kenny had six he, players score under five points. Yeah, he did. He started <laughs> Derek. Derek Henry. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers getting injured really hurt him because Jordy Nelson. Only got 1.5 points in this game. Um, Joe Mixon, he's been riding on, you know, Joe Mixon all year, but Joe Mixon hasn't really done a whole lot. But, yeah, he had a rough Six of his nine, six of his nine players scored under five points, and five of my nine players scored under five points. The only reason I won was Alex Smith and my kicker who put up more than half my points. Um, Antonio and Brown continues to be okay. No, nobody, so nobody wanted to win this game. <laughs> nobody wanted to. And, like, we, we started all the right people, I mean, outside of Cooper Cup. Um, another thing I noted on, on looking at the game was Terrell Pryor is droppable, and I take that back about DeMarco Murray. Terrell Pryor is the absolute biggest bust this year. And, yeah, you know, true. new team. But what has he scored? What has he even scored this year? He's had one. He game averages five. 14. He's had one game that he scored fourteen points. Everything else was under ten. I mean, he's yeah. And then Kenny, there. Kenny did drop him. He ended up dropping him um, on the waiver wire this week. The but, thing is, uh, the dude is six. The dude is six foot four. He's an athlete. I mean, he's like. He must just be in their doghouse. I don't understand why, you know, I don't understand it. But Ray, get wrecked, bro. Um, terminated Elvis, uh, 134 and a half to 87 and a half. Uh, Ray moves to six and one with that victory. Elvis to three and four. Um, both teams were coming off a three-week winning streak. So one had to end and one had to keep going. So Ray is on a four-week winning streak after this. Um, domination, uh, in my opinion, like, I mean, you know, he almost put up as much as John, you know, just 14 shy of John's Mount McKinley set of points. I mean, double figures and almost double figures in every position. Um, Kareem Hunt has, has, you know, shown that he's human. He's finally dropped off his 30-point days. Um, Elvis comes back to earth after a three-week winning streak. Elvis has won every week since he played me. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you see anything else looking at this game? Well, I see Elvis' team looks really good, um, even though he lost. I mean, his team looks pretty solid. And let me see, race team. Yeah, Kareem Hunt is showing that he's human. He's scored only 13 points, which is good for anybody else's team. Um, but he's got McCoy. So he's got two stud backs. Uh, Russell Wilson, though, that's the problem I have. Even though he's doing – I had him last year, so I know all about Russell Wilson. I have no idea how he's doing so well this year, though, with the team that he has. 
but I don't know if he could keep that up for the whole season. I wouldn't be too comfortable with Russell Wilson as my quarterback trying to win this thing. But you never know. Let me see. Um, Latavius Murray was a good pickup, even though he has him on his he had him on his bench this week. It's hard to start him though with that with those with those running backs. Except yeah, he still starts. He'll, he'll start. He'll start McCaffrey no matter what, and McCaffrey put up a seven points, but it doesn't matter. He'll be he'll be there again next week. <laughs> McCaffrey for McCaffrey, seven. McCaffrey for seven, man. He's really uh, yeah. He's a poor man's uh, Alvin Kamara. <laughs> and let's see, he's got Abdullah who was on a bye. He's got a good team. Ray's got a good team. Hasn't, you know, he would have had a better team if he didn't get uh, that other back on Minnesota didn't get hurt. But the way it goes. Hello. Hey, Dad. What's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, pretty good. This is a two-part podcast. I did uh, week seven with Uncle Juan last night. So this is the morning after Veto Gate, and uh, thought we would review Week Seven if you got nothing better to do. Sure, but first I think we need to talk about Veto Gate. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's what I want to know. What was up? So, so uh, I mean, this is the first time we've talked about it. You know, I haven't really yeah. talked to you about this. Just other than, you know, you sent me the offer. I accepted it. It went through immediately, and then all hell broke loose. I know. I, I definitely shouldn't have pushed it through. I really just, I was worried about the timeline, and I, I honestly didn't think anyone would veto it. I don't, I, I still, I still don't understand why people vetoed it. I think they thought you were getting the better end of the deal. Because no, Burnett well, was involved? I, I don't know. I think because you uh, tried to Weinstein the whole process. <laughs> oh, man. You know, he's you in just, Arizona just right because, now. Hey, just because you're the league manager, you can't you can't push the trade through that you're involved in just because you want it to go through immediately. There's a lot of perks that come with this job. You know, no, the hours is like a second job. That's it's not a civic duty. Then you should hand it over to somebody else. Cause, oh, uh, then this league would go straight to the ground. I'd never talk to you again. The integrity of the league just took a major hit yesterday. <laughs> so, and and they took it out on the trade. Well, I think I know, and then it. And I think they would have vetoed it anyway. But I mean, you you just can't do that. That's that was a lesson. That's wrong. No, I definitely know that, but I I just. I don't know. I mean, in the end, maybe it's a good thing. I was a little nervous about it after everyone was freaking out, but uh, I don't know. You I, realize, I don't like... And then you realize, and <laughs> you realize what you did after you did it. But so, looking at next week, I mean, we've already outlined who's playing who. Um, battle of the three and fours between 
Brian and Elvis looks to be the game of the week. Uh, you're facing Clash of the Titans with Zach. Um, John and Ray should be a good matchup. They just killed it last week. Hopefully I can put up at least 70 points against Uncle Juan. And I, luckily I have a smooth, I have a smooth, or I have a smoother game on a week that's bye week. Absolutely killed me. There's a lot of movement on the waiver wire. Uh, it looks like we have one, two, three, four games left before playoffs. Really? Let me see. Wait. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 is the playoffs? No, we have 6. We have 6. So, uh, yeah, playoffs we start week 14. Um, so, we have 6. So, I mean, if you're looking at the standings, you know, there's a miracle, and either you two and five boys win six in a row, you know, you're in it. You pretty much have to win. I mean, we have two teams at six wins. We have two teams at four wins. You have to eight win wins, four. Eight wins, wins for sure. Eight wins will get you in. Yeah, eight wins. Eight wins will get you in. Six is minimum. Seriously, every other league I'm in, people send trade requests weekly. Like they're everyone's fishing. Trades are going in. People like get back the players they traded two weeks ago. Everyone well, is just a, afraid. That's the wild west. That's the wild west. We got some order in this league. Some integrity in this league. <laughs> we got some conservatives in this league. <laughs> You got veterans of fantasy in this league that ain't having that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then, and then my, I did you see that I, I made like a totally innocent trade with Mike. What was it? It was Randall Cobb for Legarrette Blunt, and that got vetoed. Randall so Cobb I, I doesn't have, to, have Aaron Rodgers. So I have to. Admit, I needed a running back. I have to admit, when I saw a trade, I didn't even really know whose trade it was. When I saw a trade offer come through, I just didn't even pay any attention to it. I just hit the veto button and went on. <laughs> and went that on was to what my trade. <laughs> you sabotaged me. And I said, you know what? I have the right to veto too. So any trade that comes across the table, I'm vetoing. I don't even care. Uh, so I didn't. Whatever. I didn't realize whose trade it was, but it was probably a fair trade. I think it was a one for one. I don't even know who Yeah, it was. it was a one for one. I needed a running back, Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers was in the hospital. Like, he might have oh, been involved in stuff. Well, I don't play you, though, right? No. But you're, you're like, right behind me in the standing, so I don't want you getting a running back this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so screwed up. This is, that's an abuse of power in the other way. So it's funny, I was talking to Kenny. I was talking to Kenny yesterday. And he said, and just as this trade stuff was going down, I was on the phone with him, and I said, what the heck just happened? And all of a sudden, my phone's beeping while we're talking. It's boom, you know, beep, 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 nonstop. And I'm going, what? My phone is blowing up right now. And I'm looking at it, and I'm telling Kenny, and I said, wait. So I said, the trade that me and Anthony just made, which went through, I said, how'd that happen? He goes, oh, maybe he's just taking care of his dad. <laughs> I said... <laughs> No, I said, no, that's not the Anthony I know. He ain't, he ain't doing this to help me. <laughs> I, that said me. <laughs> I said, something funny's going on here because he, he ain't doing this to help me. I said, he's, he's doing this to get the edge of, to, you know, to beat me. He's playing to win. He ain't helping dad, I said. So no, I, I mean. <laughs> once I saw all the text messages, I thought, oh, yeah, he's just, you know. His son helping dad. 
the collusion. So I said, so I said, yeah, I I could understand that. I would think the same thing. <laughs> what were you talking yeah. to? Tell me. Uh, what, what were you talking to Kenny about? Did his thumbs fall off? Is that why he's two and five? No. Kenny calls me every week, and he wants me to give him advice on who to pick up. <laughs> it ain't working. Advice. Whatever advice you're giving him ain't working. <laughs> no, no. You gotta stop giving him advice. Not, no, so, so listen to this. So I told him, I see what the problem is, Kenny. I said, you, have, you haven't spent a dime. You got to start spending some money. And he goes, yeah, but I said, he hit something, and I thought, Oh, you think this is real money? This isn't real money. I said, this is <laughs> this is fantasy money. That's why he hasn't spent anything. Oh my God! He thought that the fifty dollars turned into a hundred dollars, like it was like, whatever, like it was Vegas or something. You, he thought whatever you spend, you you have to pay at the end. Oh my gosh! I said no. Yeah, let's do it. Week seven. Um. Okay, so what's, my match. My match of the week was your match with uh, Brian and the Gridiron Men. Uh, even though the score ended up not looking like the match of the week, it was the only game that was still down to the wire uh, come Monday night. Uh, Brian bested you 125.5 to 104.5, <clears throat> handing you the third loss of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean... So I could it. talk about you this were... one since it was my since this was my game. I could talk about this one. So this was, yeah, this was a must win for Brian, I think, because he was two and he was two and four going into this. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, Brian came through. Uh, let's see. So let's see. Yeah, I mean, Brian Elliott put up. 40 points, Carson Wentz, 30 points. I mean, that's what did it. Well, yeah, so you know, for those of you in the, so for, the, for those of you listening who don't know Brian, he's, uh, he's an OG straight out, straight up homie from Hawthorne. He is a crafty veteran of fantasy and just like me, Ray, and Pino, he's been at this longer than most, than all of you have been alive. So he's, <laughs> he, he's the king of the waiver wire, and so don't sleep on Brian. And you know, just like uh, just like a violent diarrhea attack during rush hour on the 405, he'll sneak up on you. I mean, he does have David Johnson sleeping on his bench, and Ezekiel Elliott's not suspended yet. So, but you know what? I would fear him. The, the MVP of this game was not. Ezekiel Elliott. It was the New York judge, New York City judge that allowed him to play. <laughs> because if he doesn't play, I win. And he wasn't going to play up until like the day of or the day before. Yeah, and it's San Francisco, the worst defense in the league, worst team in the league. And of course, he dominated. Yeah, and one other thing I noticed about Brian, so let me just talk about Brian's team. Brian, I don't know if he, so at first I thought he did this because it was a defensive move because my quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, got got blasted for the season, out for the season, and then next thing I know, okay, who am I playing next? I see it's Brian, and then I look on Brian's roster, he's got four quarterbacks. 
So I'm naturally I'm thinking, well, that must have been a defensive move because I ended up picking up Marcus Mariota, who laid an egg. Oh my God, is that yeah. true? Did he pick up all these quarterbacks just to screw with you? Uh, well, that's what I thought, but then I look at his roster now. He's got three, so Brian just likes quarterbacks. The end of the story is you're tied for third um, with me. Yeah, I'm like, you face I'm like a falling. I'm like a falling knife, looking for a place <laughs> to land. And you get a sweet date with Zach next week. Um, but Ferraras tend to be his kryptonite, so hopefully, hopefully you take him down. And then Brian's tied for fifth faces Elvis in a battle of the three and fours next week. So, uh, that, still a match so that, of the week. It was a close one. That's the match of the weekend. So I think Brian and, and Elvis. But they're both tied and they're both on the bubble. They're both on the rise. Yeah, I, I so, gotta figure out how many more weeks we have here before the playoffs. So now we'll know, uh, we'll see if all that Elvis is a slow starter and wins more than, than uh, you know, Trump and Charlie Sheen stuff is true. <laughs> Zach, all right. Zach says he wins all his leagues, so we'll see. We'll see next Locked week. Lost three in a row, won three in a row. Zach, TDs and beer, 110.5 points over Mike. Creeping Death, 89 and a half points. Um, 20 point win, not horribly terrible, but you know, the Jags D, Todd G, and Le'Veon B, 60 points. So that's what did it. Mike didn't have a fighting chance. You know, the Raiders won this week, so you know, I thought Mike had this one. Um, Evans, Crab, and uh, Mike Evans, Crabtree, and uh, Cook. Jared Cook all had a respectable week for Mike. Um, DeMarco Murray has got to be the biggest bust in this entire league. Um, I don't think he's put up double digits all year. Um, Is that true? But I, I, I don't know if that's totally true, but in my opinion, DeMarco Murray is the biggest bust, maybe even over the, the last two years since he went to Philadelphia, honestly. Um the guy takes a licking and keeps on ticking. He's, I'm waiting for him to get hurt. And he just keeps on going. I had him last year, so he's, uh, he's a good player. He's just, uh, you know, I think he plays hurt. And then the guy yeah, behind right. him is waiting to take his spot. So and Kenny's got him. I've been trying to get him, but Kenny, Kenny won't trade him, so... Oh, uh, no, you know what? I don't even know what I'm talking about. He's, he's, he's number 19 in running backs, and he's had a 17-and-a-half week, and the week before last, he had a 16-point yeah, week. But six, two-and-a-half, four, six, seven-and-a-half, that's pretty pathetic for a number one. But I don't know. I think that's hurting Mike he's more a, than anything. Definitely, definitely a good back. And, uh, but you think he just plays hurt every year. Yeah, I, th- I think um, that's the difference in Mike's team. He just needs a good running back. He's got Carlos Hyde, Jonathan Stewart, you know, McGarrett Blount, Forte, and Murray, and they're all kind of like in that 20, 30, 40 range. Hart, Hyde is number eight in this position. Pretty decent week over week, but 
uh, just kind of lacking star power on his team, and it's just hit or miss, I feel like. Um, but hard, yeah, hard to beat Zach. It's just hard to beat Zach with the, with the, the Jag defense scoring 30 points a week. Yeah, this is the same story over and over with Zach's team. It's, yeah, but it's I think a cakewalk. If you don't beat him, it's pathetic. <laughs> I think he's still he's still projected to beat me, which is sad. He's got the water boy on his on his starting block. You gotta beat him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Alright. Um, I'm coming for you, Zach. Okay, so Mikey's team. Mikey's team, just to close that out, I know Zach's playing you next week. Uh, Mike's holding on to hope with 2-5 uh, and five Kenny next week, but he needs strength at the flex and running back positions to get over the hump. But Crabtree's capable of big days. Carlos Hyde's capable of big days. Mike Evans is capable of big days. I think he could do it. I think uh, Mike's in a... Next week, Mike's in a match with Kenny. That's a must-win situation. Um, moving for forward... Must yeah, win for both, both of them. If, uh, they're both two and five. <clears throat> yeah. So two, they're both two and five. You don't want to be two and six because I don't, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you uh, still have a shot at making the playoffs. I don't know. You got to, yeah, you got to I mean, run the table. <laughs>